It's Linda Cobb, and you are talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. Welcome to today's show. Before we get started, I want to remind you that if you hear a tip on the podcast and you can't quite remember everything I said, you can always go to queenofclean.com, scroll down to the library page, click on it, type in your question, and answers will pop up. You can pick the best answer for your problem. And this is totally free. And remember, you can go to my YouTube channel. There are hundreds and hundreds of quick tip videos on there that you can view also for free. So stay connected to the Queen of Clean 24-7. Now, on today's show, we're going to talk about personal care. Things like shampoo, body wash, even dog shampoo. Amazing uses for hydrogen peroxide that will make your life so much easier. We're going to clean your blow dryer. And last but not least, we're going to talk about blood on your clothes. And I know you're thinking, if I have blood on my clothes, maybe laundry's not my biggest problem. But no matter what... I'm going to help you get that blood out. So let's get started with some all-natural personal care products. And the one I want to start with today is one that I really love. It's a homemade coconut milk shampoo. And you don't need a lot of ingredients. It's one quarter cup of coconut milk, one third cup of liquid castile soap. Now, most easily found is Dr. Bronner's, but any brand is fine one teaspoon of vitamin E, olive, or almond oil, any one of those, and 10 to 12 drops, your choice of essential oils. Try lavender, orange, grapefruit, whatever you like. And again, let me give you the recipe again. It's one quarter cup coconut oil, one third cup liquid castile soap, one teaspoon vitamin E, olive, or almond oil, and 10 to 12 drops of your choice of essential oils. Now, what you're going to do is combine all the ingredients in a shampoo bottle or a jar and shake it well to mix. Now, I like to buy the squeegee bottles at the dollar store. They're inexpensive and they work great and I'm not using glass in the shower where I could break it. Now, you can keep this shampoo in the shower for up to a month. Just shake before you use. And you use about a teaspoon every time you shampoo. And boy, it'll make your hair shine. It's so wonderful. Now, the next thing is an antibacterial foaming hand wash. Now, what you need is one empty 12-ounce foaming soap container. And I always repurpose those from the dollar store or from some liquid hand soap that I've had. The ingredients are three tablespoons of pure Castile soap and one-half teaspoon of vegetable-grade glycerin. Now, where do you find glycerin? At the drugstore or on Amazon, and I will put a link for you so that you can find it. You will use 8 to 10 drops of Thieves essential oil. Now, I use this for the antimicrobial properties. Peppermint and tea tree oil mixed together are also really good. So you're going to use three tablespoons of pure Castile soap, and remember that's your Dr. Bronner's again, one half teaspoon of vegetable-grade glycerin, and eight to 10 drops of Thieves essential oil or peppermint and tea tree oil. And you're going to take that, put it in your container and fill it with water. Combine all the ingredients in the dispenser, fill it the rest of the way with water and leave room for the foaming pump. Screw the pump top on, shake gently and you're ready 
Pump out the desired amount under your hands and wash with warm water. I love the fact that it smells wonderful when I use it, and I know it's not chemical laden. It's good for my skin, and it's wonderful all the way around. Easy to make, and you'll love it. Now, if you're looking for a nourishing body wash, and this is one that I actually really like, it's one half cup of full fat, unsweetened coconut milk. And you can get that in a can. And you'll use two-thirds of a cup of cast steel soap. And if you want to use one of the scented ones, you can. Or you can use one that's not scented. You'll use three teaspoons of vitamin E oil and 15 to 20 drops of lavender essential oil. And two teaspoons of vegetable glycerin. Now, that's optional. Or you can use jojoba, almond, or olive oil. Use whatever you have on hand. And for your essential oils, use the fragrance that you love. You're just going to combine your ingredients in a bottle, shake it, and use it on a washcloth. Now, this body wash has a short lifespan because it doesn't have preservatives and it contains coconut milk. It's best to keep this in the refrigerator and use it within a week or so. Now, if you don't think you'll use it that fast, reduce the recipe or freeze the extra. Now, if you've got a baby in your house and you want a great baby wash that's safe and natural, you again can use the Castile soap. It's very gentle and moisturizing, and it makes for a great baby wash. It's one ounce of liquid Castile to four ounces of purified or distilled water, and three to six drops of essential oil, and lavender for a baby is just so awesome. And as always, when you're using a baby wash, use caution about getting soap in the eyes. And you know, a trick I found years and years and years ago is if you're worried about getting soap in a baby's eyes, take a little Vaseline and just put over their eyebrows. It kind of keeps the water and the soap from running into their eyes. Now, Here's a shave cream for you. And now this is pretty nice because it makes a great cream if you're shaving your legs. You use a little bit of Castile soap rubbed between wet hands and it creates a beautiful lather that is absolutely perfect for shaving. The oils in the soap keep the razor gliding along your skin and it can help to reduce cuts and razor burn. Use it for shaving your face, your underarms, your legs, any place where you're shaving, it's gentle and natural. You'll love it. Now, if you have a dog in your house, listen up, because this is a great shampoo for your dog. You use a bit of Castile soap to give your pooch a luxurious bath. You wet the dog's coat, massage a small amount of liquid Castile soap into the fur until you achieve a good lather. Make sure to massage it down well into their skin, and your dog is going to love the massage and he will be clean as can be and smell good too. And remember, when we're talking about liquid Castile soap, you can find that in grocery stores, you can find that in pharmacies, and you can find it on Amazon. Now, let's talk about hydrogen peroxide. You know, hydrogen peroxide is just a great product because it's great if you have cuts and scrapes and things like that, but it's also a wonderful, wonderful cleaning product. So let's talk about how to use it. 
It is a fantastic cleaner and disinfectant, number one, for your house. It has the ability to quickly kill bacteria. After being used for cleaning and coming into contact with light and air, peroxide will decompose, turning into simple water and oxygen. That means it leaves no harmful or toxic residue behind, as most disinfectants do. An important thing to remember is that hydrogen peroxide breaks down in light. That's why it comes in that brown bottle. So when you make cleaners with it, use only opaque bottles or repurpose the brown one that the peroxide comes in. Don't sit it on a windowsill or in the sun. And did you know that the spray tops off of other spray bottles will screw right onto that hydrogen peroxide bottle, making it easy to use? Now, here are some ways to start using this miracle cleaner in your home. And just to note, we're using regular drugstore variety 3% hydrogen peroxide in all of these formulas. So my first one is a really wonderful antibacterial spray, and I love this for my kitchen countertops. After dinner, I love to spray it on and wipe it down. It takes away any residue from cooking foods, any blood from meat, anything. It takes care of it. You don't have to worry about it. So you're going to take an empty bottle of 3% hydrogen peroxide, and you're going to use that to mix your spray up and you will attach a sprayer to the peroxide bottle. So use the spray straight and undiluted as an antibacterial spray for counters in the bath, kitchen, doorknobs, light switches, toilet seats, any of those places. And all you do is spray a mist of the solution on the area to be cleaned and wipe with a paper towel. So you can take an empty bottle of 3% hydrogen peroxide and fill it from a larger bottle of hydrogen peroxide if you want, or you can buy the peroxide right at the store, stick the sprayer on top, and you're done and ready to go. It also is great for cleaning glass and windows. You mix two and a half cups of hydrogen peroxide into one gallon of tap water. You add two to three teaspoons of your favorite dish soap and mix. Pour as needed into a spray bottle and spray and wipe. And you'll be amazed at how clean your windows are. It just is a great way to do it. Now, general daily cleaning on countertops, you can fill a spray bottle with a 50-50 solution of water and hydrogen peroxide. Use it as a spray and wipe cleaner. And I love this. Like I said, I love it on my kitchen countertops. It really works. And I know I'm doing what's right for my family and I'm not using harsh chemicals. Now, to disinfect your counters or your cutting boards, you will prepare two bottles of cleaner. One will be a hydrogen peroxide bottle and the other will be a bottle of white vinegar. You will spray the vinegar over the areas to disinfect. You won't wipe, you'll just spray. You will follow that with a spray of hydrogen peroxide over the same area and then you will wipe. After washing cutting boards with hot soapy water, spray with hydrogen peroxide to disinfect. You simply spray it and let it dry. So let me tell you again about disinfecting countertops. You're going to take a bottle of hydrogen peroxide, and I always just stick a sprayer on that bottle, and I stick a sprayer on a bottle of white 
vinegar. Those are my two cleaning products for disinfecting. The first one you will do is you will spray vinegar over that countertop surface that you want to disinfect. You will immediately follow that with a spray of hydrogen peroxide, and then you will wipe. It is an amazing disinfectant that you can count on. Now, for dishcloths and sponges, soak or heavily spray a dishcloth or a sponge in hydrogen peroxide to clean it and disinfect it. It's safe, it's natural around food, so you don't have to worry about it. For plastic water bottles, and we're all using those nowadays, clean and sanitize and remove odors from them with half water and half hydrogen peroxide. Fill the bottle and let it sit for a few hours and then rinse. You'll be amazed how fast that is to use. It leaves no taste, no residue, no odor behind, and you know that that bottle is clean. For refrigerators, you can use undiluted peroxide and use it as a great spray on your shelves and to wipe out the refrigerator. For fruits and vegetables, spray with hydrogen peroxide and rinse to remove germs, insecticides, and pesticides. Remove wax from the outside of fruits and vegetables by soaking in a sink of cold water in about one-half cup of hydrogen peroxide. Soak for about 15 minutes and then rinse and dry. And this is particularly good for peppers. You know, peppers are a particularly dirty fruit or vegetable. And apples, the same thing. So make sure you're cleaning those. And using the hydrogen peroxide is so easy to do. To clean the inside of your microwave, you can squirt that down with hydrogen peroxide and wipe. Now, one word about using hydrogen peroxide is you may want to wear rubber gloves when you're using it because it can turn the skin on your fingertips white. It's just a natural reaction. If that happens to you, simply wash them and dry them and later on apply some lotion. But I usually throw on some disposable gloves when I'm cleaning with almost anything and it works great. Now let's talk about blow dryers because, you know, we use them until pretty much we burn them out. And a way to avoid that is to keep it clean. So always be sure the blow dryer is unplugged before cleaning it. To keep the blow dryer functioning well and from overheating, it's important to clean the air filter area at the back of the blow dryer. Most blow dryers have a cover that goes over a screen or a filter. This filters lint at the air intake. If this clogs up with hair, lint, and fuzz, the dryer can overheat and burn out. And this is unusually easy to remove. All you do is pop off that lid, take out the filter, wash it, clean it, put it back in. It's so simple. And check the back end of your dryer. The cover will usually turn or pop right off. If in doubt, read your instructions. Remove the cover and brush the screen area with a soft brush. Anything that's removable, you can remove and wash, allow to dry, and then replace it. If your cover on the back of the blow dryer is not removable, use the soft brush to reach in and brush out the lint and dust. And if you're looking to buy a blow dryer, look for one that you can remove that back on. Makes it a lot easier to keep it clean and keep it running longer because we all know blow dryers can be really costly nowadays. Now, if you have any styling product residue on the dryer, use a little rubbing alcohol on a paper towel or a cloth 
to clean it off. It works great like for hairspray and things like that that get all sticky and tacky on it. Now, last but not least, because, you know, sports season is coming up, kids will be playing football, I want to talk about how to remove blood from clothes. And I know you're saying, well, you know, maybe if I'm hurt really bad, laundry isn't really what I'm thinking about. And that is so true. But once you get the problem taken care of, come on back and use the queen's cleaning method, and it will take the blood away. Now, never use hot water because it will cook the protein in the blood and set the stain in. When the stain is new, soak it in about a gallon of cold water and add about two teaspoons of salt to that. Now, that may be all it needs. If the stain is gone after you soak it, longer as usual. For old stains or tougher stains, saturate with 3% hydrogen peroxide. Let it sit for 10 minutes and then rinse with cool water. If you still have a stain, retreat it with that hydrogen peroxide. Now, another good choice for blood, meat tenderizer. It's a great choice. Moisten the blood stain with cold water, sprinkle on the meat tenderizer, let it sit for about 30 minutes, rinse it in cold water, and the stain should be gone. Launder as usual. Now, a little bonus tip for you. For a small amount of your own blood, and I emphasize own blood, like you pick your finger with a needle, uh, you got a little tiny cut, you can spit on the blood. The enzyme in your saliva will dissolve the protein in that stain. Now, don't try this with your kid's blood and your own saliva. It won't work. It has to be your blood, your saliva. So I hope I have given you some great tips to think about today, and particularly the personal care products are so lovely to use, so easy and quick to make up, so natural. And they'll leave your body and your hair soft and lovely. For your dog, his skin will not be itchy, and you're not using chemicals for anything. Now, again, if you're looking for answers to questions that you have, go to queenofclean.com, click on the library, type in your question, and up pops the answers. Use whichever one suits your problem the best. If you have a question for me that you'd like me to cover, go to Linda Cobb at queenofclean.com. Linda Cobb at queenofclean.com. And one last reminder, if you haven't already, join my Facebook Insiders page. It is my private page, Queen of Clean Insiders. And we talk about everything, believe me. And in fact, next week, my insiders are going to help me test a new cleaning product. I'm going to be picking people to send the cleaning product to. They will test it for me and bring back their thoughts on how well it works and even send me some pictures of how they used it. So if you want to be included in some of the fun things we do, join me at Queen of Clean Insiders. Now, until next time, everybody, Have a great day and thanks for talking dirty with the Queen of Clean.